Namaste and welcome. Welcome back to the Wisdom for Women from Yoga and Ayurveda podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Allen. And today I want to share with you this idea of rhythmic nourishment. And this is really the when of eating. So let's dive right in. I want to share with you just a little bit about my story and then share with you what this idea of rhythmic nourishment is, why this practice is important, and how you can explore this practice a little bit deeper. Okay, so let's start with a centering just to get grounded and rooted. Talking about food and nourishment can be triggering for some people, can be heavy for some people. And I just want to make sure we're coming at this conversation from a really grounded and rooted place. So settle in, take a comfortable seat, and either close the eyes or just have a soft gaze down. Just take a moment to settle into the body and into the breath. And then as you inhale, direct your energy upward towards the sky, connecting with the elements of ether and air. And as you exhale, draw your attention, your awareness to the belly, to your digestive fire, to the elements of water and fire. As you inhale again, direct your awareness up to the sky, to the elements of ether and air. And as you exhale, draw your awareness, your attention all the way down to your feet, to the earth, to that earth element. Hmm. All right. And from that place, just a few moments of connecting with the five elements and settling into present moment, let's move into this idea of rhythmic nourishment. So eating in rhythm, the when of eating. And I have to say that this habit and practice of Ayurveda has been so powerful for me, so liberating for me. And I want to share with you why. So growing up, I, you know, I lived in the Midwest. I had a standard American diet, Um, And we ate pretty much, you know, breakfast was cereal, lunch, we had, you know, school lunch or or maybe a sack lunch, and dinner was the main event. So my mom cooked um, every night, and it was, you know, sit down as a family, there's kind of a lot of rules around eating, um, and one of those eat everything on your plate rule, and... um, and dinner was much more elaborate and, to me, uh, difficult, not joyful, stressful even, and disordered. So this idea of, of eating everything off your plate, um, no matter what it is, whether you like it or not, whether um, you're full or not, you know, this idea of cleaning your plate was really stressful for me. And I sat at the table alone many nights because I wouldn't um, or couldn't finish items on my plate. Um, Also growing up, you know, as I got a little bit older, really settled into this 
kind of disordered eating where I was really restrictive. This was by the time I was in high school, um, really restrictive with my eating, extreme calorie counting, and then also kind of sneaking and sneaking in food after the fact, you know, so if no one saw me eat it, then maybe it didn't count kind of mentality. Of course, I knew it did. But um, so I was really disordered in my eating around calorie counting around restricting myself, and then kind of binging with sweets or treats in a hidden kind of secretive fashion. So my story with food has been really long and really um, pretty, pretty sad. Um, and so this practice of rhythmic nourishment or rhythmic eating was so liberating for me. I no longer focused on what I was eating. Um, and as my relationship with food began to heal, I was able to check in with my inner wisdom around what it is that would really nourish my body. So I had that break of no longer focusing on what I was eating. I shifted the focus to when. And that allowed my relationship with food to um, heal a bit. And then I was able to drop into more intuitive eating. So let's talk about, I don't, so that story may resonate with some of you guys. Um, It may not, but breaking free from this, habit of dinner being the bigger meal, being the main event, and breaking free from this disordered eating and restrictive eating, those two things have radically changed my life. I have so much more joy around food. And this habit originally, you know, allowed me to lose 20 or 25 pounds. Now, since having long COVID and the damage that comes with long COVID, I have gained, you know, and I kept that weight for, mm, you know, 10 or 12 years, just really standard weight um, without trying, super useful, just from the when of eating. Like I said, since having long COVID, that has shifted. I have gained a little bit of weight back, nothing serious, but, you know, my body is not um, regulated right now. It's not in balance. So, of course, that makes sense. But um, as I continue on my long COVID journey, I hope that is something that can regain balance through this practice of rhythmic eating. So let me share with you what it is. It's eating in alignment with the energies of the day, with the Ayurvedic clock, having your biggest meal midday. So I call this bigger, better lunch, having your biggest meal midday, right? Eating an earlier, lighter dinner, maybe a soup or a salad being done by 6 p.m. or so, Fasting through the night, so once you have your last bit of food uh, at your earlier lighter dinner, not eating again until you break your fast in the morning, and this is a lighter fare to start the day. So that is kind of the when of eating, really focused and centered around bigger, better lunch, having your meal, biggest meal midday. And know this is pretty revolutionary. It's pretty radical in in our society where we don't take the time to, um, or maybe we don't have the ability to have our bigger, better meal, meal mid-lunch, midday, excuse me. <laughs> but there are always ways. There, there are strategies. There are ways that we can incorporate a bigger, better lunch. And it is, it is, a, it's a huge mindset shift, but it is completely possible and completely doable. 
And so what might this look like? Oh, one more thing I want to add. Then between meals, we want to give our digestion a chance to rest and completely digest what we've eaten. And for most of us, this is between three and four hours. So we want to have three and four hours between each meal and three or four hours before we go to bed. We don't want to go to bed on a full stomach. We want time for our food to be digested. So when we drop into sleep, we our body can do this deep repair and recovery work and we're not digesting a late heavy dinner. Okay? So again, let me summarize. What is rhythmic nourishment? It is dropping into the when of eating. It is eating a it's eating our biggest meal midday, having an earlier lighter dinner, taking a break from eating, fasting from our last bite at dinner all the way through to our first bite at breakfast and breaking our fast with lighter fare, not snacking. So having about three hours between each meal and having at least three hours before we go to bed. Okay. That is the practice of rhythmic nourishment. What might that look like? A sample day. So it might break your fast around 7 to 8 a.m. Bigger, better lunch between 11 and 1. Earlier, lighter dinner between 5 and 6. Fast throughout the evening, which will be about 13 hours. And there's a lot of research around this 13-hour time mark as, as far as our body's ability to clean house and drop into autophagy. And um, there's a lot of good research about that fasting window. Now, what I just recommended might be someone who's a beginner to rhythmic nourishment, someone who wants an easeful approach into this, and especially anyone who is recovering, um, who has a chronic illness or is, is recovering from that. We don't want to stress the body in any way with a long, long fast. So this might be a really good idea to begin with. Now, I am not a medical doctor. This, of course, is something that you'd want to discuss with your doctor, but this is a really useful model, what I just suggested. There are ways to increase your fast. Uh, those might be for people who are really healthy, really strong, particularly those who are coffin in nature might benefit from a longer fast, but that's beyond the scope of this conversation. So just try that sample day uh, that I suggested if you want to just experiment and explore with rhythmic nourishment. Okay, why? Why is this practice important? Why is this practice so powerful? In Ayurveda, digestion is king. Like our ability to digest what we take in, and for this conversation, we're talking specifically about food, but our ability to take in and digest. Uh, process, absorb, assimilate is directly related to our health, to our longevity, to our vitality. If we can digest uh, and absorb and assimilate what we take in, if we're able to do that, the end result is ojas. It is that vitality, that vigor, that vital essence of life. If we are not able to take in and digest, we're going to have what is called ama or a toxic residue or toxic buildup. So 
our digestive fire is highest midday. Just out, we mirror our environment. So the sun is highest midday. It has its, you know, maximum solar noon time midday. And we have our maximum digestive capacity midday. And that's why it's suggested to eat our biggest meal midday. If we want those things that are a little heavier, if we want to have a little bit more nourishment, we're going to be able to better digest it in the middle of the day. So also we want our digestive process to be complete, right? We don't want to keep piling on um, wood to the fire, if you will. If we make this analogy of a campfire being our digestive fire, right? We don't want to keep throwing logs on because eventually there will be too much fuel and the fire won't be able to consume that fuel, right? That's why we want to have space in between uh, meals. So let's explore this a little bit deeper. I'd like you to just take a moment to list your assumptions that you have around eating, around when you eat. You might want to pause this episode and just list out all these assumptions. I had this assumption for the longest time that I had to have my biggest meal at the end of the day after everyone was exhausted from school and work and I would put all this effort into eat, you know, making the dinner and it was really pretty stressful. So I had this assumption that dinner had to be our main meal together because that was when we could connect. Well, there's many ways that we can connect. We can have an earlier lighter dinner and go outside and play, go jump on the trampoline, go garden, go for a walk, what have you. There are other ways that we can connect as a family but one of my assumptions was that we were to connect around a, a bigger, heavier, uh, more elaborate meal. So I'd love for you to just pause this and list any assumptions that you have about when you eat. Okay, once you've done that, I'd love for you to troubleshoot this habit, this practice of rhythmic nourishment. So what is your biggest obstacle to eating your main meal midday? What is your biggest obstacle to eating an earlier, lighter dinner? Again, you can pause this episode, list out anything that comes up. And then what might be a few strategies around this obstacle or around these obstacles? Okay, question number three. What time do you feel comfortable committing to your last meal? So what time feels easy and doable for you to start with? Like this is the time my last meal is and at this point in time, it's my cutoff. Like I'm no longer eating, the kitchen's closed, I'm done for the day. What time do you sense is a place to start? You know, what are you already doing? Where could you start? And what might be your ideal? And how many days a week could you commit to this new earlier lighter dinner? Now, if you need more help, more support, uh, more community around this practice of rhythmic nourishment, I invite you to join us in the Sacred Rhythm Collective. We spend a whole month every year exploring this habit, this practice of rhythmic nourishment, the when of eating. And then we have all year to continue to experiment, to continue to refine it, and continue to grow in this habit and practice. So if this sounds like the support you need, I invite you to please join us in the Sacred Rhythm Collective. I will send that link below or include that link below. 
I hope you enjoyed this conversation around rhythmic nourishment, the when of eating. I'd love to know how you do with this practice. Please feel free to email me. That email will also be in the show notes below. Again, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. And until next time, I see you. I appreciate you. And I love you.